0: this is episode 304 of the beyond the food show and today i am going to teach you a different perspective a different way of engaging with the new year new you phase of december and january of every year specifically as someone who has decided to opt out of our culture and trust me There's a lot of power you can gain from saying, no, I am not going to fix myself in 2022. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Going Beyond the Food show. I'm Stephanie Dodier, clinical nutritionist and creator of the Going Beyond the Food method. And after a 25-year dieting career that started at the age of 12, I decided to say hell no to diet culture and undiet my life. It is now my mission to help women undiet their life. If you're new to our podcast, be sure to grab our free podcast roadmap at stephaniedoze.com forward slash roadmap. Ready, sisters? Let's do this. Welcome back, my sisters. I have a quick story to share with you. Something that happened this weekend that I think a lot of you probably would enjoy. I was getting ready I was and I'm still getting ready right now for a photo shoot that will be happening in the second week of December and it's been a very interesting experience. On Sunday morning, I was trying on some clothes and putting some outfit together and I felt amazing. I was moving through this normally, if there's such a thing as normal, and I wasn't realizing that i was going through this normally until lunchtime on sunday i made myself a poutine if you're from canada you likely know what a poutine is if you're not let me tell you poutine is the national dish of the province of quebec in canada and it's french fries with brown gravy and some curd cheese I was preparing myself a poutine and I sat at the table and start eating my poutine and then it dawned on me. It's like a wave of energy went through my body and I realized what the heck had just happened. (laughs) For the first time in my life, I was getting ready for a photo shoot without anxiety, without despair, without fear buzzing through my body, without restricting my food without wondering how I was going to hide certain part of my body and which clothes allowed me to look, quote, thinner. Like all oh, that noise that normally surround photo shoots didn't happen. And I was eating a food poutine that I would normally never, never, never eat for weeks, if not months prior to a photo shoot. And it dawned on me the magnitude of what just had happened on the Sunday. I was living like a normal person who was simply (laughs) getting photos taken. And I want to finish this story with two things. Number one, to say that the magnitude of this event and the significance of this event is mainly in the fact that I didn't have to Psych myself up and prep myself up and do a whole bunch of mindset work prior to like trying on the clothes and putting the outfit together. I just did it normally. I didn't have to think about it. It's just a normal part of my life. And then the second thing I want to mention before we end the story is do you want to know more about? the process of going through this photo shoot. I'd like to share more. I'm open to share more. I would love to hear from you. You are listening to this podcast and maybe I'll do a special episode just on that for the podcast in the early part of 2022. So, I'll wait to hear your feedback. Now, let's move on to today's episode. I'm going to help you reframe the new year, new you phenomenon that happens at the end of every year mid-December to mid-January and I'm doing that because I know that there is a transition period as you stop dieting, as you leave diet culture behind, as you stop being a chronic dieter on how to approach this new year. I've been coaching women for years now and I know many of us feel lost, especially the first year as we enter this season so the concept of setting goal is awesome it can be done at any time of the year but many of us are in a routine of doing it at this time of the year but if we're not going to make it about our body if we're not going to make it about food if we're not going to make it about being healthier if we're not going to make it about going more often to the gym what will we do how are we going to set goals and how should we be approaching this time of the year? So what I'm going to be sharing with you today is actually a coaching call that we did Sunday morning, right after, in between finishing putting my outfit together and having my poutine, I had a coaching call with our student inside of Undiet Your Life in preparation for this time of the year. And I'm going to share that extract with you today. So I'm bringing you inside of undiet your life. And this call is centered around the mindset shift that they need to do with regards to the new year, which is moving away from quote, trying to fix ourselves, which is what diet culture has taught us to instead creating ourselves. So what to do instead. And I'm going to propose to you towards the end of this coaching call, Question to ask yourself in order for you to start thinking about this time of the year differently. I've also decided to leave the end of the extract where we have question and answer for a student. So the first portion of the call is about thirty minutes when me and Unami, one of our coach inside of at Your Life, is teaching the content and then the Q and A portion at the end because the question were. Awesome from our student, and I know they're going to help many of you. So, if you're looking for a container, a space for you to do this work to undiet your life in 2022, unlearn restrictive eating and and learn to eat normally, unlearn body dissatisfaction and learn to be neutral with your body, and most important, unlearn self criticism and instead learning to believe in yourself, then join us inside of Undiet Your Life. If you join us now, you'll have access to all those recordings and you're going to stay with us until December 31st, 2022. So, you'll spend a whole year with us doing this work and then you'll have a phenomenal 2022. So, the link to this program is inside of the show notes. Ready? So, how to say no to diet culture in the new year, new UBS, and instead saying yes. To wowing yourself next year. Let's do this. And we are live. So welcome in here to me. Welcome in everyone. Hello. So we're going to talk about new year goals and resolution. We're going to even take question at the end. But I wanted to get us started on starting to think about this new year, new you narrative that we're going to likely get overwhelmed with by the time we hit middle to end of December and this definitely the first two weeks of January. And I'm gonna take the same approach as what we did in the smash down diet culture for the holiday period. I'm gonna take us in very quickly into the history of resolution because that's going to help you understand why we think of New Year, New You in the way we do. So very quickly, setting intention for the year has always been something that has human we've had throughout our culture. And it goes as far as 4,000 years ago, when we weren't in a structured type religion like Christianity or Muslim culture but instead we were pagan and revering gods. We would at the beginning of a season promise to the god and give offering to the god in hope of getting better outcome in months and years to come when it comes to our life and that continued straight through to organized religion time which in the era of time, is about 2000 years ago, the people praying under certain God would once a year offer their apologies or offer their excuse to their God to say, hey, I didn't do exactly as the structured religion said we should do, but instead I'm going to do better. I'm going to have a better collaborating behavior under the structure of the religion going forward. It was all about pleasing and adhering to the God-like figure that it is pagan, that it is organized religion. It was all about apologizing for our fault and expecting offering in order to be relief of our pain that we're experiencing in the moment. And this is where I think it gets interesting when it comes to today's era. We do the exact same thing, but the God is not Jesus, Mohammed or pagan gods. It's thy culture. We are demanding. We are hoping if we collaborate better under the structure of thy culture, whatever that demands at the time, either a way of eating a size of body a look that if we adhere to the rules better, we will be relieved of our pain. The God maybe diet culture, It also is the thin ideal when we're pursuing the thin ideal, right, a smaller body, what are we hoping for? We are hoping for that our life will get better, that our pain will be relieved, that we will have the happiness, the health, the thing we are chasing, because we are adhering to the rules that are outlined for us. And it's interesting when you start looking at history and you're looking at how we do that really nothing has changed, just that the
1: God has a different name. That's such a fascinating insight. I actually wasn't aware of that. And now that you say it, I'm sure everyone listening is like, oh, I could definitely see how this is like, we've made diet culture, the end all be all. Yes. And we assess ourselves at the end of the year. And then at the beginning, we like, okay, I didn't do this. Now I have to make sure that coming in the new year, I do this.
0: Mm Hmm. And here where I want us to reflect a step further, even though it doesn't work, right? Because we've all set promises at the end of the year, the beginning of the year, did the resolution thing, even though we have proof year after year, after year, after year that it doesn't work, we still do it. Yeah. Why do you think we do it? What's your perspective on that?
1: For me, I think we've been sold this idea and that there's something wrong with us, hmm. right? So if a guru is telling you, if you just eat like me and move like me, then you'll be like me. And they're showing before and after photos of people who have done like them and become like them. And we feel where well, I must be the only one, which is something I hear a lot in coaching. It's like, I feel like I'm the only one who just doesn't know how to get it. Right. And every year new things come out. Oh, this is the one that's going to fix it. So we just okay. if I just give it one more try, I'm not trying hard Mm -hmm. enough.
0: Yeah. It becomes we blame ourselves for the thing not working instead of looking at the thing and say, hey, maybe the thing is not working. Maybe it's not me. We blame ourselves for the thing not working. And here where it gets crazy is we're all very smart people here today. Every single one of you sitting on this call here is a smart, independent woman. You've landed here because you have the privilege to be able to be here financially. Like There is a part of you that is functioning at a very high level, just like me, just like you and me. Yet, we look at around us and we know that diets don't work, not just because of us, but because of our sister and because of our cousin and because of all the statistics we hear, right, the 91% of diets that don't work and 40 to 50% of resolution that fail within the first three weeks. and, And yet we still blame ourselves. So I want you to reflect on this. And I want you to reflect on all the past experience with resolution, with promises you've made to yourself and say, is it even possible that maybe it wasn't me? Is it possible that there is something else? Is it possible that what I was chasing after maybe wasn't well identified? Because are we really chasing The better health are we really chasing the smaller body are we really chasing the perfect health is
1: that what we're chasing what are we chasing we're chasing the feelings that we hope we'll get right yeah if you finally get that body then you'll be happy then you'll be lovable if you finally can adhere to the gym regimen then that means you're responsible It's whatever the feeling is associated with that goal. That's what we're chasing. But we always think it is about the goal.
0: I know for me, as many of you know, I've dieted for close to in and about 25 years. And I literally spent 25 years chasing ease, chasing peace, chasing confidence and although it was at the time available to me right away, I didn't know, I didn't think it was accessible to me if I didn't have the thin body to put like the key in the door, right? Like for me anyway, it was like the thinner body was like the key in the door. And then I would be allowed to like turn the key to get that, peace, that confidence, that
1: ease, that happiness, and the health that I was chasing. Hmm. That's such a strong image. Like when you said it, I had goosebumps because it's so true. It's almost like those people know the secret. Yes. Like if you can just get that one thing, then you can have access to all the other things.
0: I wanted the relief when I look back right when i was doing resolution and chasing the new year new me that i'm finally going to get the key to put in the door today i can look back and i was chasing the relief of the suffering i was chasing the relief of the pain but what i was really chasing is the relief of being me yeah yeah so Who hard I was was wrong Right. And I wanted
1: a relief from who I was. Yeah. That's so hard when you tell people that, though, (laughs) because nobody wants to hear that. It feels like you just like slam them in the forehead and it's like everything would just feel so much better if you can sit with just the discomfort Mm. of getting to know yourself, of getting to understand yourself. It is.
0: But again, and I just want to make it like I want to put the bow on the gift, the discomfort that you're calling out here, right? The discomfort of hearing that and then realizing that's perhaps what we co-opted, what we did, is again just the feeling. The feeling of discomfort, right? It's a feeling of being not at peace or feeling of not being confident or self-doubt, like whatever the feeling we want to avoid or the feeling we're feeling today because we're realizing that we were trying to get away from ourselves. It's just feelings. (laughs) It's just emotions, right? The intolerance that we think we have for our body, right? It's actually not to the physical body, like that layer of tissue. It's to the feeling that our thoughts creates towards our body. Yeah. All this time we're chasing away from feeling certain things.
1: But before doing this work, though, it feels very painful and it feels very yes. real and it feels very overwhelming to think that it's possible that my thoughts about my body... That's what's causing what I'm going through, right? It's easy to blame somebody else. It's easy to blame, like, I just don't have self control. Yes. Because we can find evidence to back that up from diet culture.
0: And it's interesting. We have a lot of evidence on diet culture, right? A lot of narrative, a lot of mass media, a lot of Instagram and all of that stuff. Yet when you open the door to the other world, I call it the undiatrial world, the world of possibility, the world where people believe in themselves. And you start connecting to these other voices, the other messages, there is much evidence on the other side. Yeah. Right? Yeah. (laughs) When you start filtering your Instagram to only hear messages where you are empowered as you are and you're beautiful as you are where everybody is equal there's as many on the other side it's just not as pushed as hard by mainstream media but they're there the evidence are there
1: yeah but it doesn't make money
0: (laughs) I know I was selling a diet that make a lot more money than what I'm making today for sure So I'm going to close this off and then I'm going to go to question, but I want to offer this to you. I'm going to leave you with kind of thinking point before we get to the how-to. I'm going to, I call it, make it a radical proposition to you.
1: Mm.
0: What if we spent the same amount of energy of resources. So resources for me is time, because time is a resource, money is a resource, energy, emotion is a resource, relationship is a resource. What if we spent the same amount of resources, learning to believe in ourselves, as we did, criticizing ourselves before, right, all these years we spent criticizing the way we eat, way we ate, the way our body look, the amount of exercise, the right exercise, the right detox, like all these things, all this energy and these resources we spend within our world to criticize that part of ourselves. What if instead, in 2022, we spent a year taking that same amount of energy of resources, and focusing it and learning to believe in ourselves? What would happen? What if you accepted that truly there was nothing wrong with you? Because the only reason why you think there's something wrong with you is that you are measuring yourself to the cult of diet culture, to the cult of the perfect mom, to the good girl, to the perfect employee, to the perfect leader, whatever you do, Right. You are measuring up yourself against a standard that's proposed to you. And then you make a list of all the things you need to fix, right? I need to manage my time better. (laughs) I need to become smaller. I need to eat better. I need to eat more vegetables. I need 90, 90, 90, 90. And then you're into the, I need to fix myself mindset. What if there's nothing to fix? How does that feel?
1: Well, what if someone says... But Stephanie, you don't understand. Tell me. There's, what is it there's, there's always the but, right? Sure. It's like, oh, I have all this evidence. Like the one time I tried to do this and it didn't work. Mm.
0: What if you change your perspective of failure? Right? I want you to think that every notion, standard, concept, You've been taught there's always a different proposition for it. There's a different definition of it, right? So failure, just take this for an example, right? The person who says that means that they don't want to fail because they think failure is a bad thing. Why? Why is it a bad thing? That's not what's acceptable in society. Mm. So let me ask you this. Is there a failure police that's going to come knocking at your door, that's going to come arrest you because you failed? No. No. We live in the free world. Yeah. Well, here's why failure hurts. It's because of what you do to yourself when you fail. All the mental shit that you tell yourself when you fail That creates all that stuff in here. The pain, the sadness, the what's the other emotion when you fail? Sadness, disappointment, disappointment. All of it is created by the way we treat ourselves when we fail. So, what if instead you learn to have your back?
1: Yeah. That's powerful. What
0: if you acted towards yourself the same way you, you, and Me, act towards your kids when they're learning to do something? Yeah. Like, for an example, when your kids, they learn to, I don't know, use a computer or walk and they trip and they fall. What do you do? We just laugh about it, pick them up and we keep going. Do you scream at them and say, you're a terrible toddler. You don't know how to walk. No. You should know how to walk. And you yell at them. <laughs> like who would do that? Nobody. No mom would do that, right? What if we treated ourselves the same way we treat our kids?
1: Get this. So the other day, for people who may not have kids, I heard this analogy and I thought it was so great. Some people have pets, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And the pet will pee in your house. They would poop all over the place and you would still clean it up. You're not hitting them. You're not yelling at them, right? Like you go through a lesson period, but otherwise you just lovingly correct and you still clean up their crap. Hmm. But we don't do that for ourselves.
0: What if we did? What if we did? What would happen if we did? How would our... I don't want to say our success rate, but how would our journey towards creating something new in our life, how easier would it be and how faster would it be if you didn't have the self-critical person, that second part of your brain waiting for you to beat the shit out of you because you didn't hit it out of the park the first time?
1: Yeah. That's so powerful. And I think it's all this idea of creating something new. You just have the intention. Then you stop focusing on how. But Mm -hmm. you just focus on being.
0: Yes. So what if instead of trying to fix yourself, our intention was to create ourselves? Yeah. Right? We spent our time, our energy, and our resources, learning to believe in ourselves, to be our ally, to have our own back, to constantly remind ourselves of the possibility we have as a human living on this planet. What would your life be like, feel like, and be different? What if we decided that we would see the magnificence of ourselves that we are, that other people see? What if we learned to do that? Because clearly, I bet you if I was to ask anyone listening to this, do you want to believe in yourself strongly? Everybody would raise their hands, right? Everybody wants that. But we don't know how to do it anymore. We knew at some point, And then all that shit happened and then we lost touch of knowing how to do these things because we spent 20 years learning how to eat perfectly and how to shrink our body and how to count macros and calories and go to the gym twice a day and spend an hour and a half every day between the gym and cooking our meals and all these resources in our life we spent adhering to diet culture instead of building ourselves up. Mm -hmm. That's my proposition to you. So I want you to have these questions sit with you. And then on the next segment, right, we will talk about how to do, right? So we're not going to give you a meal plan. We're not going to give you a five-step process with 15 checkpoint lists. It's not like that in this other world, right? It's not the way it is. But that's why I'm using, for those who are listening, I'm using air quotes right now. For those who are visually, you can see I'm using air quotes. We're going to give you a to-do, and here's some teaser for you. We're going to talk about self-authorization. To me, it's the number one thing we need to do. We need to learn to do as women. As former dieter, we need to learn to authorize ourselves, then we need to learn the skill of unlearning that's another thing we have become because of diet culture and dieting great learner to a deer like freaking give me a 15 point checklist right I can do that we're good at that dieting has taught us to adhere to a step-by-step process now we need to learn to not live like this. We need to unlearn that. And then the last piece I'm going to leave you with is hustle culture. Hmm. We're going to talk about hustle culture and how it intersects with that culture. And for those who've never heard of hustle culture, go Google it. When we end this episode here, you'll like be surprised. So I'll leave you with that. Anything else you want to close us off with?
1: No, I think that we've covered that. I think this episode is just to get us into that thought process and starting to question things because I'm sure there'll be quite a few things you'll realize. Yes. And that's the most important step. Yeah. Is awareness
0: and questioning and challenging what we believe to be the truth. So let's go to questions. So you can communicate with us two ways. We can one, you can raise your hand, and then we can bring you in either visually, or audio only. And then we you can ask us any question. It doesn't have to be about this topic. It can be about anything, any coaching you may need, and or you can put it in the chat box. So I know we have a number of new people that have just joined on diet, your life so we can answer any question. So raise your hand or put it into the chat box. Thank you, Laurel. Hopefully that was a great thought starter. And I'm pushing that to you early in December because I want to get, I want to plant these seeds in your brain before the tidal wave of diet culture like hits you in the back of the head come December twenty sixth because that's when the narrative of resolution, new year, new year is really going to get heavy. So I want to plant the seed early on. So it can, by the time the tidal wave come, you're more grounded into how you want to
1: approach this in your own life. Yeah. There's a question here in the Q&A box. Go for it. Sure. So it says, so heading into the end of the year, what would you recommend to be a good reflection and resolution process to still acknowledge the end and beginning of a year while also not succumbing to what we are used to doing?
0: I'll let you start with that one.
1: I think this is such a great question. And we've actually given quite a few. (laughs) I think we've answered this through the podcast. So I would encourage you To go back and listen to the episode and one of the things that stood out to me here is the word process right so this is something that we've learned through the culture that there's always a process to do something but you are not a doer you are a being Mm -hmm. and so like we said today when you're focused on who you are And the thing about you not needing to be fixed, but just living and creating, the process doesn't really matter because you're thinking about you. You're thinking about based on what I'm feeling, based on where I want to go, who do I need to be? That's what's going to guide you. Right, Because if we tell you, well, do this and do that, this is just diet culture coming back in because you're looking at someone telling you this is the way it needs to be. Mm. But there's no right way. There's just your way. And the way to get there is to really come back into yourself. And if you need a process for reflection, let's not think about success Mm. let's not think about what's considered success define that for yourself right what is good enough for me what does success mean for me what is the feeling that I'm hoping to gain and let that guide you right because you don't want to go back to what you've been used to doing like Stephanie talked about next week we're going to talk about unlearning I think that's also the part of the process it's on learning what we've been used to doing
0: i'm gonna add something completely different the period of the year where we set goal is traditionally december and january right and this is not just in personal this is business-wise most financial year end in december and we start the new year i just want to invite you to say Number one, I'm talking about this because I have diet culture like loudly. So I'm talking about it because I'm following diet culture and I'm trying to like prevent you from suffering, but know that it can be done anytime. We can set goal any time of the year. We can reflect any time of the year. That would be one thing. Can we, instead of waiting 12 months, can we reflect every month? Right? Can we, and reflect in the good, what we've did, how much we believe in ourselves, how much we created, and also in the things we want to create. So the point number two to answer your question is, so for those who are listening live, there will be a podcast coming out tomorrow on our feed that's a title, Knowing What You Want. Okay, so that's the private podcast on Monday, because I knew this was going to happen. I knew this was going to be the question. Here's here's the highlight of this podcast. Once we spent, this is what happened to me, and maybe that's different for you, but from coaching thousands of people, I've seen this. Because our entirety of goals have been around health and weight, we've never bothered asking ourselves a question if it's not about weight or health what else do i want in my life like i had never like never asked myself till i hit my 40 if i'm not striving to get a thinner body what else do i want in my personal life and when i was In the corporate world, it was like always the highest level, the next position, the next thing. I never looked outside of that. So I didn't have the skill set to know what I wanted. So this podcast is going to help you greatly understanding and asking yourself the question to know what you want. Did we answer the question? I I don't have, I'm not looking at the question here, but... Was that good?
1: I think you can answer in the chat if you don't want to come on and let us know if that was helpful. That was a good question. So the skill set or even
0: like understanding what we want beyond food and body and part of unlearning, I'm just going to offer all of that to you since you're joining at this time of the year here for the new people. Perhaps your goal is unlearning a dieting way of eating, unlearning, hating your body, unlearning, criticizing yourself, right? That's what we offer you here in the constraint of this program here, where you have a module to unlearn the controlled way of eating you've been used to. You have a course to learn to be neutral with your body, which you were when you were born, and then there's a module to learn to stop criticizing yourself and have your own back, right? So creating an intuitive eater, creating a woman that's neutral with her body and creating a woman who is supportive of herself and has her own back. Okay, what else do we have? Do we have anything else in the Q&A box? No? Okay, one last call up. You can either drop it in the Q and A box, which Unami is monitoring right now, or in the chat box. We can help you with anything. The other thing for the new people that are here, I'm just going to get into more kind of technical with our program here to get yourself in a better position to maximize the on retreats. On January 15 and 16, perhaps one of your goal is to complete the confident module before January 15th. Right? The confident module is your first module. It's short bites, video of 10 to 12 minutes, and it's all about the unlearning. Of the self-critical mindset you have acquired because of diet culture. You weren't born criticizing yourself. None of you are. Me and you and me weren't born like this neither. None of us were born self-critical. We acquired this way of thinking to survive diet culture. It's a survival skill. So in order to be able to thrive outside of diet culture, we need to stop thinking like diet culture. We need to stop thinking like the self-critical person that survived diet culture. So the confident module will teach you how to do that, how to unlearn that self-critical self. And that could land you, if you have the time, on January 15th, in a capacity to take in the unretreat at a different level.
1: Anything else you want to add to this, you know I me? Mean? Actually, no, I think that's a great goal. I think that it kind of, for people again, because some people might be new to this and coming from a mentality of tangible things, right? Yes. <laughs> it's like, what do you mean, emotions? So even just something like that, having that as a goal, I'm going to go through those modules. Then you plan it the way you want for the next couple of weeks. And then that's something that you can hang on to and say, you know what, this is what I did for myself. And that's going to help you grow your own self-concept as well. Like if I can get into this space of learning not to criticize myself, learning Mm. to let go of black and white thinking learning to let go of these kind of thought patterns then i can build on that and continue for the rest of the year yeah
0: and i know some of you're probably thinking where's the list right right and that's the point of the story here some people are, are get into undiet your life and they're lost because there's no timeline there's no tuesday i need to do this and i need to, like there's no, that's the point The point is to give you a little bit of structure and to say, okay, there's modules and there's lesson one, two, three, but you do it at your own pace, on your own time. You have a year to do all of this, right? And the key, the content is very short. 85% of the content in this program is 10 to 15 minutes. The big masterclass can be longer, but the content is short because we have to stop intellectualizing this process, right? The video is only 12 minutes because that's the least important part. The important part is what happened after the video, It's the integration, the reflection, the one or two little exercise we give you to write or do. That's where the juice is at. And again, coming from diet culture, that's a revelation because diet culture was about action points.
1: I want you to talk about, because now you're saying that I'm thinking for someone who's freshly out of diet culture, they might be thinking, Well, then if it's just that simple, it's not going to work. So I want you to talk about that. (laughs) For sure. So
0: the simplicity is what's hard. Okay. I want you to sit with that. Simplicity is not easy for us when we're leaving that culture. When we're leaving that culture, We have been trained for years and not decades of things being complicated and the success being attached to the level of complications. Okay. And I want you to reflect beyond food, beyond body, beyond exercise. I want you to think about also just reflect for a minute how you're approaching your career. Your heart, whatever you are, if you're an artist, like the way you're approaching art or your career, your profession, are you overcomplicating there as well? Right? The simplicity is what's difficult for us. And what if we had never complicated food? What if fifteen years ago, or twenty five oh now, I'm keep adding years, but thirty years ago for me, I'm just gonna take me reflect on your own story. What if thirty years ago, when I was twelve, I wasn't given a complicated way of eating at Weight Watcher? What if at twelve? I would have carried on eating intuitively. Never complicating food. Where would I be? I wouldn't be here today. I can tell you that much, right? I wouldn't be here because I would just be a normal eater who never dieted, right? I don't know where my, I can tell you my body would probably be smaller because I know for a fact, my set point is fucked up, right? My, my. I've lost hundreds of pounds. Now my body's completely fucked up. I can guarantee you my body would probably be smaller to what degree. I don't know. And I don't care, but it would be smaller because I wouldn't have the side effect of dieting so many times. So the simplicity is where life is. It's where happiness is. It's where confidence is. It's where peaceful is. And it's counterintuitive and counterculture but learning to make things simple is a, is the work I'm, I'm ended there. Did I answer your question?
1: Yeah. And something you said that I wanted to tag on was what if at 12, I wasn't given this strict regimen with Weight Watchers. And what if your worth wasn't tied? Oh, to your size, to your ability to control your body, to your body's ability to conform. This is what I want to leave us with because a lot of us will think, well, yeah, even if I wasn't on a diet, but this is another part of diet culture and patriarchy that we don't really talk about or you won't hear a lot of people talk about is the tying of your lovability of your worth on your ability to have self-control, your ability to hustle and put in the most effort And sacrifice the most amount of sleep and rough your body up just to get that achievement. This is part of the work is uncoupling that. Yeah,
0: And accepting that we're worthy. Yeah. That's fucking hard, people. Sorry, the F word. But you know, like, I have been on many diets and lost hundreds and hundreds of pounds. It was not nowhere near as hard for me to simply accept that I was worthy without doing nothing.
1: Yeah. No reason at all. Nothing. And nobody cheering you on Mm -hmm. because your cheering is coming from you. That's hard. Yes. So anything else in the box?
0: Thank you, Erica. Erica. So delightful to see both this chat and how work built on each other as well. I'm taking away being and not doing. See, that's good. Okay, folks, we're going to see you Monday, next Monday, at 2 p.m. EST. That's when we're going to have part two. And then you can bring any question that it is about the modules, that it is about anything within the program also. And we'll be here to answer it as well. With that, have a good week. Anything else you and me? No, that's all. Okay. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Have a good day. Bye. Beyond ready to shed diet culture from your life and become the expert at your own body? Awesome. Then you need to join Undiet Your Life program. Go to stephaniedodzie.com forward slash join and join us now. Undiet Your Life is the first program of its kind with the unique combination of mindset, life coaching with intuitive eating and body image. Find your freedom, reclaim your power and take control of your time so you can refocus on what really matter to you. Join Undiet Your Life at stephaniedose.com forward slash join and I'll see you on the other side.